Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Rusty Hook Podcast, presented by Feel Free Kayaks, Paddle, Pedal, or Power, Something for Everyone, Dubro Fishing, Marine Products for Fresh or Saltwater Adventures, Z-Pro Lithium, Serious Power for Serious Anglers, Big Lake Bay Company, Texas's number one custom soft plastics. Now. Streaming via Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Let's join our host, John Rapp. Hey guys, welcome to 2024 in the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. This is John Rapp. Streaming to you guys live via Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. We are live, raw, and unfiltered. We're also hitting you guys up live on the West Virginia Kayak Anglers page. Give a shout out to our boys in West Virginia. I got a great show lined up for you. So, let me uh, do a little switching here. I got some things I want to show you guys. Um, so, first, I want to show you and talk to you guys about uh, a couple of the hats that uh, I've picked up from a local company here in West Virginia actually really surprised me these guys were so close um, to me and I want you to check out the cool work that they did so I took up a couple of these hats so my mic is having issues hmm oh, okay well, hopefully we can resolve that. 
Got this is Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast hat. And a paddle and fin hat. This is the location I got them from. It was from this company here. And uh, they are really, really pretty awesome. It's uh, Woodyard Creations. And uh, I've been working closely with Bethany. But uh, check out these hats, different colors. There's several series of hats that you can get. Um, hey, buddy, Key. I got company down here. But I wanted you to see these hats here. The different colors that they've done, which I thought were pretty daggone cool. Now, you can get... These these patches are actually uh, leather that they have leather uh, dyed. And they can match up the colors of the hats pretty closely with their uh, engraving on the leather. Now, I know uh, one of the local guys here in West Virginia just recently purchased a couple of these hats in red and black with the paddle and fin and Rusty Hook logos. I'm looking forward to see how those turn out. But uh, go give that page a like and follow. And if you need something, as you can see, they do custom woodwork. That's that's the name of their, their stuff is Woodyard Creations. So go give them a look and follow. Anyway, guys, I got a great show lined up for you tonight. Um, we've got uh, Matt Gibson, the beast, in the background. We'll bring him on, talk to him. Uh, and uh, as as always, good buddy uh, Randy Newton is going to join in with us. And uh, we're just going to chit-chat about uh, building relationships in the industry. Um, and you know, things of that nature. We, we were actually talking prior to the show, we're going to do a two part show on this. Uh, Randy's looking at also following up with this, and we're going to do a burning bridges type show, which is should be really interesting. Um, but uh, I'm gonna bring these fellows on, uh, and we can get started uh, chit chatting. So, first, we got the beast, Big Daddy Matt Gibson. What's going on, Matt? So, hey, buddy. And then, of course, the total package in the background, Randy Newton. He's having some signal issues, so to bear with him a little bit. And, uh, brother, so guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. I just love the, I just love the fact that his nickname is The Beast. I, I had no idea until I popped I just oh, it. It's, it, his nickname is hey, The Beast. He, He's got a lot of nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a PG show, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, I, I don't even want to say the things that we heard. <laughs> the stuff that was up in the in the product building room at Dubro, man. Oh, no. Oh, no, goodness. Lord, no. But we had a good time, and uh, I, 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 I really felt like. Uh, 
that that was a great experience, and that's sort of what this show's about. Matt, Matt before I get into that, uh, Matt, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell everybody about you, uh, wh- where you are in the industry, and, and a little bit. I mean, you, you're an old timer. You've been around a while in this industry, so just to introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah, my name is Matt Gibson. I'm from uh, North Central Indiana, so just above Indianapolis. Uh, not exactly a mecca for fishing, but uh, by God, we try here. Uh, and, you know, um, yeah, I've been super, super fortunate. I started off uh, on on kind of the boat side of the world uh, and then, quite honestly, ran out of money. I'm just like, I can't take this any further than, than what it's gone. Kind of switched up and now doing some, uh, doing some things uh, with some companies. Um I don't know what the hell that is, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been very fortunate working with some companies, uh, uh, you know, both locally here and then, uh, you know, nationally too. I've been with New Canoe for a number of years. Uh, Dubro is, is, is one of my newer sponsors as, long, as well as uh, Z-Pro uh, working with, with those folks. Uh, and then also just some, some lure manufacturers here in the state of Indiana that I've been with for a really, really long time. Like, if I listed all the companies that I work with, uh, I mean, I know the owners, I know uh, people that work there, uh, so I, I've, I've really got to know some of my, uh, you know, some of my the people that I work with in this industry. And I said sponsor, I don't really look at any of them as sponsors. Um, right. It's all it's all relationships. Uh, so uh, that's how I've always approached it. Yeah, I've been very very fortunate. To, to work with some great companies. Yeah, I mean, and, and you got to spend some time at a boat show here recently, you know, doing two days of uh, talking and speaking, you know, that you were invited. I mean, so obviously somebody thinks the beast has knowledge, you know. And Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know where they get that from, but yeah, it's, uh, man, I always love fishing. I love talking fishing with, with anybody that'll listen. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody from from my uh, day job is probably listening to this or, or watching it, but that's all I do all day is dream about fishing. I mean, that's that's all I all I think about. Uh, if if I can help anybody in any way uh, to overcome an obstacle in in, in the sport, then uh, I'm I'm going to be that that person that that's going to do everything I can for them. Well, I mean. One of the things that's really great about having you here and, and what people don't know is that, you know, you said something about your day job mm-hmm. is that you are in marketing, you know, that's, that's, that's your job. And so it's one of the reasons why I, I and you and I talked about this, you know, a couple of weeks back when we were up mm-hmm. in Chicago, I was like, you know, let's do a show on that because let's talk about building relationships because you have that insight as a marketing director, you know, um, doing all that type of stuff, that type of work. And although, you know, you're in the heating and cooling industry, I don't think there's a pro staff or anything like that for, for, for that, that business. But yeah. I mean, you're heavily involved and you know, what's required. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm glad that you came on today. No, I, I first off, I appreciate you having me. I mean, this is, this is awesome. I always love coming on panel with Sam and talking to, all the hosts you guys have such great insight on things and are just just such av- great advocates for the sport overall um but yeah so my my nine to five uh so i started off in, in heating and air as a technician 
uh, kind of moved through the ranks and, and ended up uh, being very fortunate to get in a carrier. Uh, so I use that mix of technical abilities uh, and, and just kind of relationship building along the way in my nine to five. And it's funny because one of my, I'll say one of my greatest mentors in this, in this whole fishing deal and how to, how to interact with companies is my good friend, Everett Park. Um, some of you will recognize his name right away. Um, I mean, Everett's been around for a long time. Yes. And Everett, uh, you know, he, he always carried himself very well. He still does, uh, carries himself amazingly well. Um, he's always spent time for, for, I mean, even when I got in, I was very naive and, and didn't understand processes and, and what to do and how to approach things. And, um, I mean, if it wasn't for guys like that, then, then I wouldn't be, you know, one doing what I'm doing today. And it's funny because that process that I learned in that, uh, that relationship with, with Everett and that mentorship with Everett and other guys that I've met in the fishing industry have made my professional life much easier and much better because I right. know how to approach certain things and, and it's vice versa. It, it goes both ways. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, guys like Everett, I mean, I'm, I'm really close to, with Blake Young, uh, the owner of New Canoe. Um, you know, uh, Phil Hunt with PH Custom Lures, like, so I, I get this, these mix of, of people and, and they let me bend their ear and it's, it's really, uh, really taking my learning curve, uh, and, and dropped it dramatically when it comes to, to relationships and, and, and how a company should treat you and how you should also treat a company. I, I, I totally get that. Um, that's one of the things where I've been fortunate, uh, that people have valued what I have to say in the industry, um, working with Feel Free Kayaks and Zipro Lithium. It's, uh, it, it, you know, your reputations and what, what you do to uh, build the character, you know, you got to be careful, you know, when you mm -hmm. walk that fine line out there when you talk to people and, uh, you know, it, it's just amazing. So, Randy, uh, what are your thoughts on, on, on this? No, I definitely agree. I mean, it's all about it's all about your first impression, but it's also about your last impression. So, um, it's how you how you enter the room, how you manage that room, and then how you manage to leave it is how it's going to leave that lasting impression, and that's why the relationship starts. It's it goes beyond um, everything. I, I think one of the biggest things that we can do as an individual in the industry is have a bad presentation of ourselves. Just like you said, Matt, um, uh, Everett is one of the best. He carries himself perfect. And you can definitely, when, when he walks in the room, everybody wants to listen to what he has to say. He just can, he just conducts himself the way you want to see a person that's in this type of industry and business be. Um, so I definitely agree with you. It's all about how you enter the room, how you, how you manage it while you're there and then how you leave it. That's what makes the lasting impression. And I've been super fortunate to be, uh, you know, to have relationships w with people like John Rapp. I mean, I, I met you, what, John, uh, at ICAST, really? Yeah, and, our, and our would, road trip. Yep, and I would put you on, on absolutely on that list. Brian Schiller, I'd put that guy on that list. Like, right. Man. Mr. Waffle House himself. Also, so. uh, hey, you know what? That, that That's funny that you would mention <laughs> that. That is so funny you would mention that. So, I mean, yeah. 
this this goes back to a story now, guys and gals, because uh, Matt brought up iCast. So if, if if you do follow the Dubro fishing page and get if you signed up for their newsletter, you'll see a lot of stuff from Matt and myself in those ads. Because um, Big Daddy, Pod Daddy, Marketing Daddy, and Waffle House King in the middle of that picture there. Brian Dubro, Brian Dubro Schiller. Um, I mean, Waffle House Fishing. So <laughs> I, I keep thinking about our, our second day at the in uh, lockdown in the conference room. It's about 10 a.m. Brian oh. reaches over for his thermos. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it's empty. And he looks at Matt and he starts screaming at him. Says, "You drank all my coffee!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so it, it, what's so funny about this, guys and gals, is that, that Schiller is a coffee addict. And when we, when we, and Matt will tell you here in a second, when we were traveling uh, from they, they were, you know, Illinois to Indiana, from Indiana to Tennessee, Tennessee to Georgia, Georgia to Florida. It was a four days trip. Every night had, or every day, every night was located next to a Waffle House. Yeah, I, I don't even know if you know this story, John, but we were we were headed down and we had an issue with, so I, I had just finished up my trailer when Brian came over and uh, we had an issue with the trailer, trailer in, uh, around Louisville. And so we had to pull off. And of course, there it is, the sign, Waffle House. So we started the trip at Waffle House. The beacon of light. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we started with dinner. I don't know. I probably ate Waffle House. Gosh, what was it, John? Probably six times. It, at, min at minimum. Yeah. If it wasn't Waffle House at, at now, 5.30 now, when you morning, guys call it, when you, when you, what's yeah, that? When you call it Waffle House fishing, like, is it, is it basically because you're hopping and you're hitting Waffle Houses all the way down while you're fishing? Yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. I got it. All right. Uh, and as you can see in that photo again, uh, what was being caught. The hooks, is it hooks nice. the hooks are in the coffee. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you, I, I, me and Matt were watching Brian driving, and if he's not drinking coffee, he, he, he's got a cigarette. He's smoking a cigarette. That that poor boy, he lives on caffeine and nicotine hardcore. <laughs> That's it. And now get now for granted now for granted that was a very 
sensitive, very high stress trip that, that, I mean, it started out with the trailer going bad and then it was the whole week of being on an iCast. I mean, there's a lot of stress that goes in that week and yeah. Brian put a lot on in that, that time. So I think, I think now he may be calmed down a little bit. We might get a little fun out of him in, in the next iCast. Maybe. Oh, I, I, I suspect, I mean, you know, he was under a lot of pressure. It was, uh, Dubrow's first visit. Um, and you know, they were, uh, releasing all that soft plastic that they were coming out with, some of their average Joe stuff. Then they had their um, twister track knobs. You know, yeah. They were bringing out. So, guys, if you haven't looked at that, go look at Dubro's twister track knobs. Secure your stuff to your boat. Um, and, you know, it, it's great stuff. And, you know, I know Matt and I can't really talk about what we were building up last week or two weeks ago, but there's some really, really nice stuff coming out in the horizon real next three to six months. Hopefully we have a bunch of stuff for ICAST to show, uh, but I, I know he's got plans for one or two items to be prepared. Um, Matt, you know, that, that was a lot of fun. Brian and Kim, they really took good care of us and treated us right. I mean, Dubro fishing folks, you need to make sure you go look at their Facebook page and add yourself to their uh, their um, their website to where you get their newsletter, you get their marketing emails and stuff. They they're, they're top notch and uh, nothing but love for them. So hey, stand by a second. Let's take a twenty second break and uh, we'll be right back with more. Feel free kayaks, paddle pedal or power something for everyone dubro fishing marine products for fresh or saltwater adventures z pro lithium serious power for serious anglers big lake bait company texas's number one custom soft plastics hey guys john rap back with you here at the paddle and fin podcast network just want to remind you guys that if you have not set aside on your schedule that we have a kayak fishing tournament scheduled in april two-day event at del holla All right, all right. Welcome back to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast for the second half of our show. We've been on about a little over 20 minutes, and in the background, I got a couple of guests for today's episode. We're talking about building relationships, friendships with companies, with people, you know. So uh, I got Matt Gibson from Indiana, Randy Newton from North Carolina. Let's bring these fellows back on the show. What up, what up? All right, all right. All right, so, hey, Paddle and Finn getting ready to do their big trip down on Del Hall in April. That'll be a lot of fun. I look forward to that. So, man, I don't know about you guys. Randy, we, do you have any snow down there? No, no. You don't have any? Just cold. None? Just cold. Just so blistering it, cold. It's awful. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised because it's just of rain, across, flooding, yeah. you know, the fun stuff. Okay. 
I got you. Well, we got about eight, eight and a half inches here. Matt, what about you in Indiana? Uh, we got, you know, maybe an inch and a half, two inches, but it has been colder than hell here. Like it's, it's been, uh, I think when I got up this morning, it, the actual temper temperature was five. So yeah, I, they're calling for Beth was just telling me here a little bit ago tomorrow morning, our high temperature here is going to be like nine degrees for tomorrow. So I think I'd say it'll be the same out there in the, you know, in the farmlands there, Matt, you you guys won't have no, no cover. That wind will be, wind chill will be below zero there. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh they're calling for a little bit of more snow, uh, possibly Thursday night. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, We've talked about the weather, and the reason I brought the weather up is because it's colder than hell, and yeah. there ain't a whole lot of fishing getting done for us guys right now. So times like now is when you take your time, you take your stuff that you had from last year, you start building some reels and Facebook mm-hmm. you know, page stuff, and you know you build your stuff for you to put out and work on your equipment, and you build those relationships with companies, you go do the seminar, and it's seminar season. Uh, I know next weekend I'll be down at East Tennessee Fishing Show. Looking forward to going back down there uh, starting uh, Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday next week. Be hanging out with Jacob Moldenberg from Z-Pro. So, guys, make sure if you're going to Knoxville, Tennessee, next week, my mic is dead. No, no, no next, sound? like it, it's not this weekend, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. It's uh, what the twenty fourth? Yeah. Or, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I, I think it's next, not 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 this next two days, but the following week. Yep. So my bad, uh, it's Tuesday. So yeah, next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'll be in Tennessee. Look forward to, for all the folks from that region come over. Look look me up. And I, normally I go down and hang out with Frontier Outdoors. I've been doing working with them since like 2017, 2016. Beth would go. Beth and I would go down and work the booth there with them. They would have four or five different brands of kayaks out there, and we would hang out around the field freeze and three waters and talk to people about those boats if they had questions, you know. So help help them out. See if they you know, give them give people knowledge about the the product, you know. Yeah, that's what it's all about this time of year for me. You know, I yeah. I really start, you know, uh, probably right before Christmas is typically when I start reaching out to those companies and saying, hey, you know, like, we still good for next year? What do you need from me? What are expectations for next year? Um, you know, what, what events do you want me to go to? Um, how can I support you better as a business? Just, just asking all those sorts of questions. And, yeah, you know, we have, unfortunately – a fair amount of downtime here in Indiana um, from fishing. And, and uh, so, uh, you know, boat season is upon us, uh, boat show season and, and tackle and, and all those shows are, uh, are upon us. And yeah, I, I start filling out my schedule a lot of times right around, uh, uh, you know, Halloween uh, to, to get everything kind of scheduled for, for the winter. So, yeah, no, we, uh, when I was down in Texas last week with the Z Pro, and we were sitting down doing our show schedules, and we were writing down everybody, you know, all of our looking at our where our pro staff was, mm-hmm. where the show schedules that we could go to, where we could ask guys to go, put out flyers, where mm-hmm. we could have people come and hang out at the booth. Um, so, it, I mean, 
have being involved with companies, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, when you do, when you sign that, that dotted line in that contract, you know, there'll be a little provision in there. The companies will say, hey, make yourself available. Come out, hang out with the companies and, and work with us when we when we work at those those trade shows or those events, um, things like that. Things like what we did last year, Matt, when we made mm-hmm. that 10-day trip to ICAST. Because, I mean, a lot of times the companies, they know that you're doing this mostly out of your own pocket. But they will, they will sometimes say, hey, we got dinner. Hey, we got hotel. Hey, when you get home. Send us an expense report, you know, because what do they do? They they appreciate you working for them. Yeah, I'll be honest with 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 a lot of the relationships I have in this business, I've gotten a lot more out of, uh, or you know, I've I've received, uh, you know, a lot more than what I've what I've given at times. But you got to start building that value uh, for those companies and. Uh, you know, some of that is just reaching out and say, Hey man, what, you know, what's going on? Or, um, you know, I, like I said earlier, like almost everybody I work with, I have, uh, you know, the owner's phone number and, and that's for a reason. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of trust there. Um, you know, probably my longest, uh, has been new canoe. Uh, and you know, I, I reach out to Blake, Blake reaches out to me. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really good relationship and that's really important. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like if, if new canoe, I decided to, to uh, break away from me, you know, next week, chances are Blake and I are still on the top. Right. Because yeah. that's, that's just what we're built. What's well, the rail. Sometimes you build relationships more than just the, with the product. You build it with people, oh, you know? Absolutely. And that's, that's the important thing. Um, Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to take a little break, I'm going to throw up an angler profile guys. Um, I want to show you one of the things that I do here at the rusty hook. And I invite you if you have time. And if you want to do this with me is I have anglers all over the country, send me, Video answers about 20 seconds long to a series of questions about what they did and how they got started in fishing. Let's check out a buddy of mine down in here in West Virginia, Buddy Vance, on his answers here. Who would be with me for a fun day of fishing? Of course, my beautiful wife or my son. Days with them on the water is always a blessing. Uh, I'd also love to take my dad to Lake Erie one time. Uh, I think yeah, that would be a blast. Uh, when did I learn to fish? Let's see, my dad started me fishing as soon as I was old enough to uh, pretty much hold a fishing rod. He took me my whole life growing up. There's countless memories of me breaking a lot of rods, but him never giving up on me, but he always took me, and I appreciate it. Love you, Dad. What is my least favorite fishing technique? <laughs> of course, it's going to be a Cinco rigged uh, wacky style, weightless. Can't stand it. 
Uh, Brandy loves it, but it's just not for me. What is my favorite fishing technique? Uh, I love power fishing when possible. Uh, I like to cover as much water as I can in a day, but remain highly efficient. Uh, baits for this technique I prefer would be a spinnerbait, a crankbait, bladed jig, buzz baits, or even flipping, uh, pitching a jig, or maybe even a smaller plastic bait. What is my favorite fishery? Hands down, it's going to be Lake Erie. It's amazing the amount of fish you can catch on this lake and the size of them. It's a trip that we start counting down the, the days each year. Which anglers do I admire the most? Uh, pro angler would be Jacob Wheeler or Kevin Van Dam. Uh, I also admire my beautiful wife, Brandy. Uh, she fishes all day, uh, no matter what the conditions are, and she never gives up. She's definitely a trooper, and uh, she don't complain. She, she, she gives it her all. I consider my biggest accomplishment of fishing. Uh, this year by far was my biggest accomplishment for tournament fishing. Uh, I was able to finish first for Angler Year for the West Virginia Bass Kayak Nation. Uh, I was able to finish second for Angler Year for West Virginia Kayak Anglers. And I finished third this year for Angler Year for Southern West Virginia Kayak Angler. So uh, it was a blessed year, uh, especially fishing with my wife, Brandy. Uh, love you, babe. You did excellent. Hopefully next year you'll be able to fish all the tournaments. That was our boy, Buddy Vance. Uh, I spent a lot of time with him on the water. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome, man. Uh, we, Him and Brandy set up our trips to Lake Erie in, uh, during Memorial Weekend every year. and uh, We go up there for four or five days. And, and we kill it up there. I look forward to that again this year. And that, and that goes back to building relationships. You know, it, you know, we we've sort of talked about the relationships we're building with companies. Mm -hmm. we're, we're talking about uh, not only companies, but people that are involved running those companies. And it's also something, guys and gals out there who are getting into the kayak fishing scene, uh, go look for a local club. Local club that you can fish with, and you can build relationships with people. Um, one of the good, my good buddies that I fish with a lot, that other than Buddy Vance, is Greg Kupfner. And Greg, uh, well, unfortunately, he just sent me a message. He can't go to Del Hollow this year because one of his daughters is, I think, his youngest daughter is graduating from college, and her graduation, she walks the, the you know, to get her diploma that weekend. So he's not get, going to be able to go. Now, he has, he's been gone down there the last three years you know so that, that'll be a a loss for me and uh for uh, a lot of the guys down there that when we start passing that moonshine moonshine jar around so yeah i know i got your attention there beast <laughs> <laughs> i've heard stories i, I haven't I haven't been there but i've heard stories 
Al. Uh, they, 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 they try to say that, you know, that I bring those jars with me just to sabotage the fishermen so I can you know, walk the stage and collect a check. I will not deny that remark. <laughs> At least you have a game plan going into it. Hey, that's my guess plan, game plan. Make her, make everybody a little bit late to the launch, you know, and then, yeah. uh, you know, when they're fishing out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, man, Randy. So, uh, you know, while we got you on here, uh, we can uh, talk a little bit about paddle and fin. Um, talking about relationships with Brian Schiller. Uh, he's uh, has us doing a little work in the background while he's busy with the trade show stuff. Um, fill fill everybody in a little bit about what we they can expect here with the paddle and fin here in, in the near future. Yeah, definitely excited. Paddle and fin for twenty twenty four has got a new vision, a new outlook. Uh, what's getting ready to happen? Um, we've got some uh, hosts that are kind of stepping aside, so we're bringing in some new hosts, some new shows. Um, we're going to revamp. A lot of the current shows that we have, um, as you can see, John's rocking one of the new backgrounds for his shows. Um, and we are, we're just ready for 2024. Uh, Brian has definitely left us with a great working relationship with Paddle and Fence. So and now we have the opportunity of bringing on um, different hosts and different entities inside the industry. And we are really, really excited to uh, announce next week that we're going to be launching all of our shows. We'll be out and about and we'll be getting there. So next week, look forward to a show that's going to be talking about the 2024, the vision and all the new shows and things we got going on. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I think, you know, when it comes to the viewers out there that watch the Rusty Hook and that, that hang out at the Paddle and Fan and catch my show there weekly, you know, we are a network of shows. A lot of individual entities that come together to share our passion for kayak fishing. None of us claim to be experts, but when it comes to fishing, uh, who is? I mean, you're always looking to absorb knowledge in any way, shape, or form uh, to, to, to look at it. I uh, examine it and see if it's something that you can use as uh, an effective tool for you to catch fish. You know, that's one of the things I have never, ever claimed to be a great fisherman, but I love it. And that's, that's what passion is all about. Well, and that goes back, that goes back to what you're talking about earlier with Matt about relationships and building those relationships with individuals, because as, as you progress in the industry and as you start to uh, make your steps and move forward and talking to companies, talking to individuals that are in the industry, talking to fishing celebrities or whoever you talk to in this industry, it's your initial step into understanding what's going on. And 2024 for Paddle and Finn is all we want to do is create new anglers one person at a one. time. That's right. That's right. And so that, that's our biggest goal this year is no matter what happens out of all the shows, all the 300 episodes, all of the individuals that take their time out of their day to get online and to do these shows, giving them, giving individuals the opportunity of just finding something that they want to do. That is the fishing learning about it and just getting out there on the water and doing it one person at a time. So speaking of learning, Matt, when you did your seminar this past weekend, what were some of the tips, tricks, and things that you threw out to those, those folks at the seminar? 
Yeah, so so really really what my seminar focused on was obviously kayak fishing. So I covered uh, kind of what you need to go kayak tournament fishing, uh, kind of uh, you know an overview of the clubs that are that are in. Uh, so this was called the uh, Tri-State Show. Uh, so Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. Um, so kind of overview and kind of talking about you know what clubs there are and kind of their formats. Uh, and then I got into uh, limit getters uh, is what I call it. And that's those baits. You know, the old joke is, hey, we only have six or seven fish here in Indiana. And we all take turns catching them. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, a bike can be tough here at times. So uh, we're really focused on a few lures of that. And then, you know, one of the big uh, uh, really things that, and discussions going on in the fishing industry and I was big baits. Um, so I've, I've been tuning into that the last few years, uh, really trying to figure that deal out. Um, so, so kind of ended the, ended it with that. Uh, and no, it was, it was awesome. And you know, what's great and same thing with paddle and fin, like what I love about, there you go. There it is. Big daddy. Uh, huh. <laughs> that looks but, like it can uh, go on a sandwich. I know. <laughs> it looks tasty, doesn't it? I, I I had a couple of these for for dinner a little bit ago. Was it good? It was. <laughs> uh, but but I love talking about talking to anglers and getting their perspectives on things and and some of the questions. I mean, we had some amazing questions uh, kind of through on that seminar and um, you know different perspectives on fishing because Randy's going to have a different perspective than what John has. John's going to yeah. have a perspective than I do. Uh, so, you know, kind of gathering those perspectives and, and coming together and talking about them and talking about your time on the water. I mean, there's nothing better other than fishing uh, to, to do in the wintertime. Hey, that's the great thing about seminars. And I'm sure knowing, knowing you from the way you are and your personality, you made it very interactive. And you were like, hey, let me know what you think so we can we can talk about it. I, I can hear you now. You know, I can see you now laughing. Yeah, oh yeah, we cut up a little bit, and uh, yeah. you know, it was a good time. We got oh, I know, I know. If you were involved, there was a lot of laughing. There's no doubt about <laughs> yeah. it. In my mind. Yeah, we try, uh, try to try to be serious when we need to be, and then you know, fishing the hell, it's not serious. It's none of us are doing this for for a living. Some of us wish we were doing it for a living, but uh, you know, kind of keep perspective and and just have fun with it. And yeah, um, I mean, I brought. Uh, you know, I brought hell. I brought six or seven rods with me, and just talk through like my exact setups, and and I I'm a complete open book. Like there's right. some of my competitors that were sitting in the crowd, and I was telling them exactly what I do, and when I do it, because I would much rather them have a successful day on the water than be frustrated. Uh, you know, not saying that that I know everything about fishing. Uh, that's far from the truth. Uh, but I've been fishing since I was you know three years old. Uh, so like in central Indiana, I can most of the time fish pretty wild. So anything that I can, I can pass along. And there were some guys, one, one of the, the big things here in Indiana, it's called a stupid tube, uh, a tube's kind of a forgotten lure. Uh, and, and we have this thing called a stupid tube around here. And you would be amazed at people that have either forgot about it or just don't know what the heck it is. And, you know, I, I will that's something that I've had dialed in probably the last five years, six years, maybe seven um, is fishing that tube. And I will give 
I will give the keys to the castle to somebody if they ask me the question and ask me things. I will give them whatever they want. I, I have no, I have nothing, no wall. Like I'm, I'm going to give whatever I've got. Right. So is that stupid tube like the mullet is coming back in style? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, what, what do you think about the mullet, Randy? Uh, only, only if John grows a mullet, then I'll go to the stupid tube. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. I just, uh, I'm gonna try the stupid tube. So John's gotta grow a mullet. A mullet, well, you know, a mullet with that beard would look pretty awesome. Oh, I tell you, well, I, I tell you what. <laughs> next week, I, I don't think I can grow a mullet, but I can buy one. <laughs> 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 no, and I agree. I agree with Matt. Matt Matt says it said it the best is that he has no walls. And you know what? In our industry, there's so many individuals that have a wall built up around them that they won't give you the time of day, and they won't give you the time of. They won't even give you uh, an idea of what they're throwing because they're so darn secretive. You know what? It's not. That's not about the industry. The industry is about flooding it with knowledge and information. And you know what? I agree with Matt wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly yeah. about just dumping information. If you want use something you can take it out of the back out of my tackle box and you can go and use it and if you catch the biggest fish then i am your your biggest fan that day yep well you know what's funny about that too is like you know we can have the same exact setups the same rod length the same retrieve speed same type of line on the rod the same bait same weight and you could catch fish all day and I might not catch anything. You know, it's just so funny. It, you know, it, it's all about maybe it's the way you hold your jaw. You know, you've heard that old <laughs> saying, hey, he's holding his jaw right today. He's catching fish. I mean, you know, so it's it's just it's interesting how uh, it could be just the, the way you hold the, the tip of your rod up at the top. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. It, it, yeah, it, it is. And, you know, like. uh you know, big baits were was one of the last things I talked about. I'm not, I'm no expert in that. I, you know, one thing that I, I tried to do from the age I was, you know, from the time I was like six, seven years old, you know, all the way through is if I see a technique that I think is really, really interesting, I will dedicate a year to it. And I will take that rod with me everywhere I go. And I will learn what situations to use it in, what not to use it in, what, what, is what bet what's the best rod for me what's the best line for me mm -hmm. all of those things and you know with youtube with, with with a lot of things these days you know anglers anglers do have a lot of resources in front of them and i just they want do. To be a resource that's all i want to be like if i can help somebody fish uh, yeah that's great because guess what i i need it too like i can't tell you how many seminars a year i go to um just to try to gain knowledge. And I can't tell you, Bash, Bash you, uh, Paddle and Finn. I mean, there's a bunch of resources that I use at my fingertips that I will go out and, and seek information from. Even though that's, that's so funny you'd say that because I was watching, you know, now that I'm retired and I get to watch a little bit more stuff like that at the house, mm -hmm. I've been watching a lot of ML, the MLF stuff on TV where they've uploaded it to YouTube. And those guys have had a lot of discussions about the youth explosion in the professionals in the elite series, how it's, you know, they got 20 to two, 20 to two, six year old guys in there that are, that are just smashing the scene. Mm -hmm. And it's because 
they're so advanced now compared to where it took the guys knowledge, you know, experience wise, they're, they're getting to watch it on YouTube and they're learning electronics and they're, they're, they're where they were at 37 years old back in the eighties. You got a 22, 24 year old at that level now. Well, and, and you, you got, you got so many avenues. So like those anglers that are coming up, those younger anglers that are coming up into the ranks, they have, they didn't learn from a lot of the professionals because there's not a lot of information from the professionals out there about how to go out and do professional fishing. They learned that at their grassroots at the beginning when they were in their youngest and now moving into it and learning and becoming more seasoned as they go along. So, you know, they're coming, they're coming in way more educated because they have the resources just like matt said they also have they have the abilities they have so much more gear than when we did <laughs> i mean you you name a company you can pretty much find a fishing rod from it and then you can even like just the individuals going on youtube on on facebook social media between instagram tiktok threads there's so much stuff that an individual can come into the industry and go, I have a very vast knowledge of, and it's true. They do. <laughs> they have yeah. a vast knowledge of it. Way yeah. more. I mean, years ago, you would have never seen a guy from, from let's say, Louisiana come up to Lake St. Clair and, sm and smash smallmouth, and now right. you do. Yeah. 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 And, and that's not by accident. Like that's and, – and some people will fault those those individuals for, for that and feel like, hey, you know, they've got like one up on all that stuff. I think it's great. Like, yeah. I, I, it's, I think it's tremendous. I think it's, it brings the industry, it rises the industry and forward facing sonar. I am so tired of hearing about that personally. It's like, I hope everybody in this, in this world goes and buys by that way. They leave the bank alone so I can go down and, and bank beat like I like to do, you know, like, yeah. It, I mean, that's such a weird argument for me. And it's like, well, this guy can have it, but I can't. Well, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of things in life that are that way. So. Right. Yeah. That's true. Well, and, well, and the other and, thing, yeah, other thing that ahead. we were talking about, guys, is too, is that, you know, years ago in the 70s and 80s, there wasn't high school bass fishing teams. There wasn't college fishing. So, I mean, a lot of it was just learned by trial and error. Now you have people teaching you in, in school and you got mentors in college and in school, in high school. So it's, it's, it's great that the sport, has those layers of education now and you know and like matt was saying earlier you have bash you on, on on you got paddle and fin and all the other uh great fishing shows out there that and, and really is there a bad fishing show there might be a bad format but there's yeah. not a bad fishing show because you know you're always you can pick up a, a, or learn something from from what people have to say so yeah i mean there's there's you know uh my outdoor tv there's uh uh friendly that has the outdoor channel on it now like there's there's just so much information out there and i'm honestly i get excited about it because i'm like oh what do i want to learn today oh uh, i want to learn how to flip because i'm god awful at that so i can go watch ishman Monroe flip or i can yeah, go Waypoint TV has their stuff out there too. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly, and, and they're all great resources. And and um, you know, I think uh, I think in, as anglers we get caught up in it too much, and and you know, say this guy's got this, I don't have that. 
like the, like in kayak fishing that used to be motors, right? And now there there's no controversy. Like there's nothing to talk about. It right. exists. Yeah. Give, it, give it another couple of years and forward facing will be not a thing anymore. Exactly. Right. Just like down imaging was, side imaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, before that, like I'm old enough to remember GPS. Like mm-hmm. everybody freaking out about that. Like not GPS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you're oh. fine. It's like, I mean, it, 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 it's crazy. And, you know, I was very fortunate growing up that I had a, a dad and grandpa that took me out fishing and, and taught me the basics. And then they just, they just set me free. And like, I, I fished every day, like, I, and, and uh, a lot of things I know now are because of that. You know, a lot of, quite honestly, a lot of the, uh, the work habits I have, getting up early, all that stuff is, is really, uh, I can point right back to fishing. Nice. And let's, let's talk real quick, real quick. Um, something you said earlier about your relationships and relationships are key. Cause like you may throughout your career in fishing, you're going to go from teams to teams to pro staff teams to being up on the t- uh, upper tier, maybe like a gold echelon or a bronze echelon part of um, a, a fishing team. And it's all about how you are with your team. Like you, you have to be, you have to be your own individual self, but you have to be part of that team. And that team is, you got to do some work. You got to do it. It's like, if you don't do the work, you're not going to be on the team very long. And so it's a, that's the start of your relationship. You're doing work. You're doing all the things you need to do on the back end, everything, everything for the brand or for the company. And then you're still building it and building it. Now you may leave that company, but it's how it, it's all about how you leave that company. If you leave that company, you want to leave that company with great, great rapport. You want to be on, on the ball. You're, you're somebody that they can depend on. If you go to another company, they want to encourage you to do well at that company. And you know what happens, and it does happen. You might turn around and you might go full circle and come back to a company that you originally started with. Huh. And I, I don't know of anybody that's done that. Nobody's do done that. Nobody's done that. I mean, come on. But it's all about how you're still relational and have your relationships with your companies and relationships with your friends in this industry because you can burn them really really fast yeah absolutely. So, and hey, one what? absolute key to that is communication just communicate with them say hey you know this this company here is is you know this is a chance for me to go do this and as long as you're you're upfront with them you communicate with them you don't burn the bridge uh you know you have a positive attitude about uh, about the company you've left and the company you're going to, like, you'll be just fine. Uh, I think a lot of times what a lot of guys will do is they'll jump on a pro staff and they're just kind of lost. They don't, they don't reach out to anybody. They don't say, Hey John, what can I do for you, for you guys this month? Like what, what can I do to, to help you and me? Like that's great it. phrase. What that's the question. If you're on a pro staff or you're wanting to be on a pro staff or any fishing team, Ask your pro staff director or fishing team director, what can I do for you? And I'm telling you right now, they've got a list. Yes, absolutely. Always. <laughs> always. I, I've never had somebody come back and say nothing. Yeah. It's always, no, you're, well, you're good, you're if good you right want now. To, like if you want to, or, or, Hey, this would be great if you could help us here. Um, you know, like, 
you know, I, I've been part of some some staffs where I've been like, hey, you know, I, I think there's a gap here, uh, and and maybe I can help you fill this position or fill this gap. Like, don't be afraid to come up with suggestions either. Don't do it your first week. Understand, <laughs> you know, understand what they're doing, how they're doing it, why they're doing it, right. and then say, hey, you know, I noticed that 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 you know a, a weakness is, is in this. Because quite honestly, and I don't have a problem saying this at all. My social media is not great. I, that is something I am not good at. You can get on there and you can see that I'm very average on it. But face-to-face interactions is, is one of my work. yep is out of my is one of my strong suits. And being right. able to talk about a product uh, because I've educated myself on it is also very very important. Uh, well, I mean that's that's after they they get. Um get to know you. I mean, because, mm-hmm. uh, we both know that, uh, you know, at first impressions, you know, when they walk up to you and they have to look up at the sky to talk to you, it might be a little, uh, you know, um, well, intimidated maybe. He's but, a big teddy bear. Come on. Well, yeah, but then hey, you, you, do help sometimes. You, <laughs> hey, you did, t- you take the words out of my mouth. Cause the guy is a gentle giant. He's just absolutely a fun loving man. And, uh, I hope that a lot of people will get to know Matt out there in the, in the kayak fishing world. So well, I, I appreciate that from both of you guys. And yeah, I mean, it's, you know, who, who would have thunk that I've been sitting here talking to a guy from West Virginia. And I think Randy, you're in what North Carolina. Yep. Now, <laughs> now like, who would have thought that somebody from Indiana, like the, the and it's all because of relationships that we've, we've all three built and it, it just puts you, if you put yourself with good companies, with good people, you're you will grow and grow and grow your your uh, your your reach, and then also your your friend list. Like it, it's it's just it, it's awesome. Like I can reach out and I can put on Facebook, like, hey, you know, like I'm in this state and I need help. Chances are, I can find somebody that's going to help me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. And Without that, a doubt. And. and in the boat world, I can't say that, that was going to happen ever. So that's that's one thing that's very very unique about kayak fishing, um, and uh, you know when you look for those companies, make sure it's a company that has some good morals to them. I mean, there's plenty of those companies out there that don't align with my morals, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna work with them. I'm not gonna bash them by any means. Like that's their business. That's what they want to do, but. You know, John was talking about us going up to, to Dubro. Honestly, those people feel like family to me. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, uh, they from day one. Right? Yeah, day day one. Yep, and and, and Brian, uh, the owner uh, of Dubro, like a tremendous guy. Yeah, like, salt of the earth guy, and like, uh, you know, if 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 I went up there and and they didn't treat me well and. And, you know, I, I thought they were doing somebody wrong or or, or their their uh, morals or values didn't line up with, with what I was doing. I, I wouldn't be there. And that's that's another part of working with companies that I think a lot of yeah. people get mixed up in. Just because, you know, a company offers you this or that, like, make sure that your moral compass is still there. Um, <clears throat> one thing that, that I always thought the guys that come to me for advice from Team New Canoe or, or whoever, one thing I always say is make sure you do not ban brand bash because yeah. that can come back to haunt you. And that's not what we're here to do. 
we are here to talk about features and benefits and how we use our kayaks. Like that's it. Yep. That's it. And you know, and because of that, you know, you're you're with New Canoe. I'm with Feel Free. Randy's a, came full circle back to Feel Free. Um, kind of but uh, uh, but um, you know, I, I respect New Canoe and their products, and you know, and and I wouldn't have any issue being in one of those. Um, but I mean, we, uh, talked, we talked about it earlier, Everett Park. Yeah. I mean, Everett Park built a lot of that team. And there's a reason why uh, a new canoe, it, it, you know, has has respect for from others, uh, and, and it's it's because, I mean, it's it's Everett Park and what he built. I'll, I'll be dead honest with you, like that's Hey, let's let's you know, let's talk about Everett for a minute. Hey, you know, hell, hell, he he probably built KBF because back in 2014, when he was under another umbrella, he was a partner of KBF, one of their big partners was up on the stage at the, you know, um, when they were doing their 2014, uh, show. I mean, um, he was with, uh, what's that guy's name from Georgia that he was partners with? Um, Shane. Shane. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, right? uh, I can't remember now, but I, I can't remember the, was it the, the, the fit, the, um, something duo or they, they had a company that they, it was like a clothing brand company and hats. Yeah, Addicts. Yak Addicts, yeah, and they they were the a huge mm-hmm. contributor back mm-hmm. in the, during that time with KBF. Um, the, the start so, of like everything, all the all yeah. The I, I mean, they yeah. were they were right there. Um, they they helped build the brand, you know. And, 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 you know it, it, I mean, I guess I guess I'm really long winded here. I mean, it's no, it's really about building culture. Like, if if that company's culture doesn't align with with you, then it's it's not a fit. Right. Well, guys, have to agree oh, with Jesse here. That's Thank a great you, statement for, right there. Yeah. Yep. Brand so, bashing doesn't do anybody any good. That's and I'll be no. honest, I don't, I don't care what brand of kayak you're in as long as you're out there. Like, that's yeah. all that matters to me. I don't care if it's something you bought at Royal King. I don't know if you guys have Royal King now, but it's like farm store. Uh, hey man, you know that's so, that's so true. It's it's all about getting people off the bank, you know, yep. and what 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 fits them, what fits their needs, their budgets. So Absolutely. you know, and you know everything, you know, everybody starts somewhere, and they've end up finding where they want to be and and, and where they uh, love to be. So, Absolutely. hey guys, I appreciate you. I'm gonna run you guys off and uh, close up shop here. He's done with yeah. us. He's done I'm with done us. With you. Just I'm use us with for you. an hour and throw us away. We got it. Okay. You know, I'm I, I, the beast. Drank my coffee at 10 a.m. this morning, and I'm I'm a little grumpy. So, <laughs> I, I will say I, I do kind of like the beast better than what Brian calls me. Son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I, you know, I tried to keep it PG, brother. I know. I'm not going to say it. I think I think this year at the show he needs to have like the beast on the back of his shirt. That's all I gotta say. Well, there, there, we we may have to come up with a few more uh, of our uh, favorite shirt shirts here. Yeah. yeah, you know when we get back out there on the in, on the trail here in July, add a couple of, of those shirts to the there to the go. family. There we and, go. Uh, Please tell me they have you guys' names on the back of them, nicknames at least. No, no, I didn't do oh. that. 
All right. It's kind of a rush deal, wasn't it, John? It was. As you can tell in the photo, they they didn't have enough black shirts, so I had to get a couple gray. But uh... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, guys, nothing but love. Thanks for uh, coming on the first episode of uh, the Rusty Hook this year. God bless you, and uh, I'll catch up with you all real soon. Look at that. Got the special effects back here. So is I that, is that how it no works? clue why that just did that. So I got to figure that out. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I, I, he, he was doing this. I was wondering if it had some type of a. No, it didn't work. At, oh, oh wait, there he goes. <laughs> hey, man, got to figure that out. That's pretty cool. I have anyway. no clue why they did that. Sorry. I appreciate, hey guys. appreciate you having me on, John. And it was good talking to you, Randy, as always, man. Oh, let's, yeah. uh, let's get together and talk again. We'll oh, do it we again, will. fellas. God bless you. We y'all. will. Have a good one. All right. So I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us here on the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast tonight. Um, before I let you go, I want to tell you what I got going on uh, in the future. If, if you were part of the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast when we got started a little over three years ago, um, Chris Payne from Payne Outdoors was a huge contributor. He would come on and he would talk about any and anything, everything. We would just talk about whatever was on our mind. And uh, while I was in Texas, um, I got to sit down and meet with Chris again. And, uh, you know, he started a new venture. And you many of y'all already know about it. But uh, it's Big Lake Bait Company that he's involved with. Uh, he, he makes custom baits. I mean, he's got molds and he will customize those colors for you. He's got a list of them that he has on that website right there. Um, but he w- did have all his stuff being produced at Paint Outdoors, but wasn't getting a lot of traction because of SEO. Um, he couldn't get enough SEO traffic to his web store. So he changed it up to Big Lake Bait Company. And since he's been in business a little over eight months, he's sold more baits from Big Lake Bait Company than he did in three years at Paint Outdoors. Uh, Got some great stuff there. I recommend you highly go look at it. But he's going to be coming back on the show quite a bit more in the near future. And when he does, we're planning on giving away a bait pack when he comes on board. So make sure you stick, stick around, follow along with us on Tuesday nights when we bring Chris Payne from big Lake bait company on and talk all things kayak fishing there and and above. Anyway, I want to thank you again for hanging out with me here at uh, the rest of your kayak fishing podcast. God bless you. Stay safe. Stay warm. And if you're on the water, always wear your PFD. God bless.